Uh, so much for me making different intro songs, huh? I thought it was going to happen, um, and then when it didn't happen, well, I, I made the I made two other ones, but they sucked. They were they were very much phoned in. <laughs> um, the one, the current one we have wasn't phoned in. No, that one I that one I worked I worked twenty minutes on thirty but minutes. When on. you say you worked on it, though, it's really like you had the the pre written loops that you just hit buttons on. Yeah, but but you gotta you have to search through a lot. Like, have you ever done the the loops on? Well, I've done them through the desktop version of GarageBand, which is um, Same, where, where yeah, you, that's where I did it. Oh, okay. I thought you were doing it on the phone where you no. kind of hit the okay. No, that one. Yeah, that one is like very prescribed, pre-recorded, yes. but there's some really good options. Oh, you sound like like DJ, you know, <laughs> Blastrix or whatever the fuck. DJ uh, DJ Kelly. What that would be your what would be your I don't know your, that's a good question actually yeah you got to think of something good we used to like make fun of it and say like oh my name would be like MC Funhouse which <laughs> is just super cheesy what was like was the naming scheme uh what would you what would be your porn star name it was like the street you grew up on and your first pet yeah so like you could you come up with some naming scheme like that for <laughs> for your DJ name I'd be like I'd be a DJ Blueberry Pushkin. <laughs> <laughs> Pushkin. What? My parents were like big Russian <laughs> literature fans. What was that? A cat? A fish? It's a cat. Pushkin. Pushkin. Wow. Okay. Pushkin the cat. All right. I see. I'm getting a glimpse of your uh, of your upbringing. Yeah. What would you Let's have see. been? Um, <laughs> turtleback. Turtleback. Fufu. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's because I named my own fish Fufu. Who named what? It was Fifi and Fufu. I, I was like. Four years old. My brother and I, we were so fascinated by them that we would take them out of the water oh, to play with them and not understand that, like, actually they need the water to live. Uh, wow. How yeah. long do they live? Uh, not long. Yeah, was my, parent, my parents went through a lot of goldfish. Yeah, I was going to say, that probably happened a lot. <laughs> Luckily, they were probably like 25 cents. We're even talking about, like, getting Malin a goldfish now, just so she sort of gets the understanding of death. <laughs> yeah, and and the circle of life and your cat killing it. Right. So the last time I had a goldfish, I had actually um, I'd gone to this like off Broadway show thing, and afterwards there was this party where they had goldfish, live goldfish, on as the each, centerpiece. As the centerpiece. Yeah. I was like, wow, this is got a cruelty to animals. Um, and we knew one of the actors involved, so we were like hanging out afterwards and. They gave us like three bags full of just goldfish, right? Yeah. I put all of them in this like giant bowl in my apartment in New York. They all died but one. How quickly? Like within a month. Yeah. They all died except for one. And how long did that last? And I named that one Ripley because of Alien. Like she's the last survivor <laughs> of the thing. <clears throat> so not that Ripley's, one, believe it or not. Yeah, that, it one, or not. That, that one lasted for like five years. Oh, shit. Yeah. So she was like, badass like this this fish was a survivor awesome. right so one night Lindsay and i come come back to my apartment and i look in like this jar that i keep ripley in and ripley's not there oh no and i'm like where the fuck like like did she jump out like and i couldn't find her anywhere um and then i i i found like fish guts <laughs> like and i was like oh okay so my cat right, like my cat got <laughs> finally got it two months later i like wake up and i hear my cat playing with something oh my and i'm like what the f and my apartment wasn't big yeah 
uh, and I look down and she's like, she's like batting this thing like a soccer ball. And I look down <laughs> and it spins, right? And it's spinning really quickly because she's batting it. And then it just stops. And I see the dried dead eye and head <laughs> oh of my, my fish God. stare up at me. It was like, holy fuck. <laughs> oh God. Holy shit. <laughs> like flipped out. Tulagi is a horrific she, yeah, creature. She does not pull any punches. Oh my God. That's yeah. awesome. That took like a 180, not even 180, 270. 540 <laughs> yeah. completely different direction yeah i was like oh maybe maybe she grew legs and walked out and no like so she, she pulled the guts out but she left the she, carcass let it dry two months no, no, so she, that she well she bit the head off the she bit okay. the head off didn't care about the head at first oh ate God. everything else save for the spine or whatever and then must have like been playing with this thing for <laughs> however long six weeks yeah, and then all of a sudden I'm like, what? Like, what could she be playing with? Look down, dead goldfish. Damn. Yeah, Ripley met a horrific end. Straight up killer. That's awesome. Yeah, that's savage. That yeah, is that super is, savage. Yeah, and she's a survivor because she's 19 years old. Cat's so 19 years old, man. She knows here. how to. Well, she's from the streets of Miami, so she's oh, kind of. So yeah, she's, yeah she's, she's like a Cubano badass. Yeah, she's 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 hardcore. <laughs> say you want to kill me i don't think so okay. probably racist uh but she does meow in spanish which is nice <laughs> you can understand her so yeah uh to goldfish centerpieces i was at a um when i coached rowing they had goldfish as the centerpieces for like their annual um you know high school uh right rowing dinner or whatever they do uh where they do awards and they you know talk about the team for the year and what do you think is going to happen when there are a bunch of high schoolers sitting around these boring dinners where they don't care about all the speeches and there's right. a goldfish centerpiece? You're going to try to eat one. Yeah. So <laughs> all of a sudden I'm sitting at the coach's table and I hear one of the guys table just erupt in laughter in the middle of a speech. And I look over and I'm like, these mother effers, like they, they are so disrespect, disrespectful, so rude. Right. Like, just keep your mouth shut for two hours. Like, right. let people talk. Let your parents pay a lot of money for this program. Here they are. They want to like celebrate in your, in your accomplishments and like be together for just one <laughs> friggin' night. And here they are making a ton of noise. And finally, after a while, I went over to them. I said, like, guys, shut the fuck up. Like, what are you doing? And this one kid just like. Mm no way no way i'm like what are you doing dude and he goes and everybody's looking around like oh dude i can't believe you did i can't believe you did it and i look at the centerpiece no goldfish and the guy for ten dollars oh jesus all it was was for ten dollars he's like yeah man i'll eat that goldfish swallowed it just gulped it didn't like didn't like take the fish out and just put in his mouth it was the vase like the or the the bowl that it was in he just drank that water with the fish in it Straight down. You need to do that, though. Like, what are you going to do? Bite into a live fish? Or are you just no, going to no, no. gulp it down? I might put it in my own water glass and then drink it. Probably not <laughs> okay. the... Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Probably not the water that that fish has been pooping in for the well, last three you've hours. You've seen that jackass where yeah. Steve-O eats the fish and then yeah. regurgitates it alive back It's still up. alive. Yeah. yeah. I know. That's messed up. But I also got a... Uh, I got a um, Japanese fighting fish as... Oh, no shit. As a party... As, like, one of those party gifts uh, for somebody's... Uh, eight-year-old birthday party yeah and everybody got one there it was like 20 kids or something and we're like oh whoa so cool a, a fish right not, not a goldfish like a like a really cool looking uh blue and gold and silver it had like really cool color scheme that's awesome. my parents like okay nice like you know nate can take care of this for a couple weeks couple months it's gonna <laughs> right. die and then go away the thing lived for seven years seven like years. six or seven years uh oh 
What'd you what name it? Uh, was this Fufu? This may have been. This may have also been Fufu the Fighter Fish. Or Fifi the Fighter Fish. Fifi Part 2. Shoot, I don't know. The sequel? I'll have to remember. I'm sure my brothers or sister will hear this. No, that's not the name. More Japanese. Uh, (laughs) And the only reason it expired, we went away for a long weekend to go skiing. And the furnace shut off in our house. So no. no heat. All the pipes froze. The toilet bowls froze. And the fishbowl froze. <laughs> and he... You couldn't, like, Ted Williams him and just, like, unthaw him and... Yeah. Nope. No. Nope. By the time that bowl unthawed, he floated right to the top. Oh, and I know. Bummer. I was like, oh, my God. That thing lasted for six or seven years. The only reason it died is because it got below 32 degrees. <laughs> like, that That's, sucks to like, freeze alive. Yeah. But... Although I hear there there is, like, the thought that if you want to get rid of a fish humanely... That's the best way. That's the best way. Oh, it's true. I guess when they go like deep sea fishing, uh, when they catch fishes, fish, fishes, fish, they put <laughs> it in like the the hold and then put it right onto ice, and right. that's that's what you know brings its core body temperature down, yeah. and kills it, and then they cut off the head and like, get it ready. Supposedly, it's better than like whacking it on the side of a boat or whatever. It's just like Done freezing that. it, kind of. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, it seems to be more humane. Huh. Than, yeah. I don't know. I think I just heard that on a podcast too, so I don't. I don't know. No, you, you're probably right. Because remember, in the perfect storm, it was like such a bad thing that uh, the, the, the uh, ice maker yeah. stopped working. Right. So. And but look how it turned out for them. Yeah. Not too well. They gave the fish back to the sea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even though they were dead. That's a little messed up. Um, you had said that you had something to talk about that was a little what controversial. Dude, I um, just look. These are uh, oh. potential notes. Adam oh is God. looking at. Uh, the the note app in an iphone and it's like more than a screen's worth of notes i the only time i've ever done that was when we interviewed charlie so i just when i'm driving around and i and an idea comes please to please tell me you're not driving around and taking notes. no no no. okay dude siri is the best best oh, that's little trick in the world yeah. so um and i usually have like my my um by the way AirPods. i know you don't eat candy but these are moscow mule gummy bears and they actually have real vodka in them i'll taste one were you when i first saw them i was like are you just popping edibles no (laughs) no (laughs) like i mean i wouldn't put it past you right but no yeah yeah let me let me chew it into the microphone sorry that was like this is probably the worst thing to eat on a podcast it tastes really good yeah they're good have Um, one have as many as one no there is vodka in them so just so you know so it's not like um it's not like when you bake alcohol, it goes away. When you put it in a, a gummy bear, it, I think these it's were infused. very much there. These grown-up gummies are infused with Tito's handmade vodka and a splash of crisp ginger beer. Where'd you get them? Uh, a girl I work with gave them to me for Christmas. They're good. Yeah. They're really good. But how, how much, do you, how much uh, alcohol do you think is in a gummy bear? Because like in college, remember when you made Jello shots, or mm-hmm. did you ever do? I in college, you never do champagne gummy bears or like a vodka watermelon or anything. But Jello shots would crush you. But that's because right. you replaced all the water with vodka, right? And you didn't really burn it off. I mean, Jello Jello just yeah freezes. You I guess do you? We're not freezes. Yeah, right? but no. But you have to heat up. Uh, you have to heat up the vodka in the microwave in order for yeah, it to mix. Like- Burning it off. But it doesn't burn it off, yeah. I, 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 dude, I'm not a chemistry major. Right, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> um, so back to my notes. I, yeah. I, yeah, I just like, I talk to Siri and, and make notes of things. And okay. then I like go back and edit it if it was <clears throat> like misspelled or something incorrect. So, yes, because God forbid you misspell your own notes. Well, like I'll read it and be like, what the hell were they talking about when it's like, you know, Sydney, Australia? Oh, okay. And I'm like, 
No, whatever, whatever that was supposed to be, I'll remember at the time and I'll, I'll fix it. But gotcha. Um, so yeah, one of the, one of my notes was like, Hey, I'm not writing these intro songs or making new intro songs. Right. Good. You're not. Um, the other thing was you are not going to the Super Bowl. I'm not going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> um, Bummer. So again, I still can't talk a lot yeah, about I it. Say, we don't have to talk about no, it. No, no, but it's, um, so how do, how do I phrase this? So I had, um, I'd come up with an idea for a major, um, advertising campaign for a major company in the United States. Um, and they loved it and they still go forward with it. Um, and you will be watching the Super Bowl and you will see a commercial that, um, the basic idea I came up with. Okay. So, which is awesome, which is great. And I love it. And that's fantastic. Now, to add to that, we had actually come up with another idea that would be on the ground um, in Atlanta that weekend, um, sponsored by this company. Uh, my company was even, my agency, my ad- advertising agency was going to actually support, uh, throw money into it to, yeah. to support it. Um, but we were coming up against a bunch of deadlines, right? So, I mean, we're, we're two weeks out. It's close, weeks yeah. Out, and we needed to get things done, and we couldn't, my company, me, some of my other guys that I work with couldn't really agree on something. Um, or really we couldn't, we couldn't get it as quickly. We couldn't get, push it far enough ahead yeah. to meet all these deadlines. And at the same time, this giant company that is my main client was kind of rounding the edges on things and kind of losing the impact. So th- this has two problems. One, it means that, um, the message isn't going to be as impactful and, right. and and that's just not fun. And and then at the end it becomes more of a corporate thing. And this happens all the time where you, yeah. you have this great idea, but corporations kind of lose their balls and they're all corporation. And right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they don't, I mean, it, and it, I get it. I mean, they have, they have billions of dollars at risk and absolutely. But this, this wasn't even that risky. It was just more that like people wanted different messages to come across and they were kind of trying to add too many things to this because I, it, I mean, I, yes, it was my idea, but it was also a very good idea. It's one of the <laughs> rare ones that I've had. Um, so they were trying to throw a bunch of different shit into it that really kind of diluted it. So, my company said we don't want to do it anymore. Okay. Because it's because not, this was your company's money on the line, not the it was mar- so we yes we had a stake in the game. We could actually say we don't want to support this anymore um, because it's really not what we had originally come up with. Yep. Um, so that sucks because uh, it means that they were gonna fly me down for Super Bowl weekend, right. and we were gonna like hang out and. They're kind of pissed because we said, hey, we don't want to do this anymore. And you guys have totally ruined this idea. Um, and that's <laughs> and by the way, take care of the weekend on your own. Right. And so the other issue is that um, aside from not being able to go to the Super Bowl anymore, um, this idea was going to be shortlisted at Cannes. So Cannes, France is where they have the Cannes Film Festival, but yeah. they also have um, the Cannes Lions. The Cannes Lions are basically like the Academy Awards of advertising, right? So when you win one of those, you're like golden, Right. So my company and this company that I work for, I'm very close to saying them and I won't say it, um, <laughs> thought that this had a very high potential of winning at Cannes. Interesting. Um, which would have been amazing for me. Like, yeah. Totally like. But I, that's not going now. Well, they're not doing it, so yeah. it's not going. So I was kind of like, like when I heard that rumblings of this might be getting pulled You're back, like, I was uh, like, listen, I don't need to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I don't even need to go to the south of France, but the fact that I might not win a can is 
really upsetting to me. Yeah. Because like even like my company's owned by a multi-billion dollar conglomerate. Yep. And people at the top of that conglomerate were like, this is going to win a can. Let's keep pushing it. Um, and it just didn't get there. And it just didn't get there. So next year, uh, maybe man. <laughs> I mean, you get one of these uh, in your I lifetime, know, and I, I just um, so I'm, I'm definitely bummed. Um, well, uh, what better way to spend the weekend than skiing with your family? And I, I, uh, I will say friends. that it's, it's it's a nice <laughs> it's a nice consolation prize um, because I like originally. Um, just for those of you that didn't listen to last week's podcast, last week, yeah, yeah. Um, I, w- I was going to super or to the Super Bowl while Nate and my wife mm-hmm. <laughs> and his wife and my kid and a, and a few of our friends were going to go uh, skiing up in Vermont, and I was like, oh man, that would have been a really fun weekend. I'm sorry to have missed it, but I'm going to be at the Super Bowl. So. But that's also not a bad weekend, either. <laughs> right? Uh, but now I will be, uh, be skiing. Yeah, so I'm I'm pretty excited about that, and I do think that we need to call Okemo. And see if we can fly our drones <laughs> up there. Is that the is that the only stipulation to just get permission? You, you probably need permission, but because we're licensed, I feel like yeah, true. They'd be like, okay, yeah, and, and yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Hopefully, and it could be windy. It could be snowing. We may not even have. They it. are getting dumped on with this weather. Yeah, which we're we're looking down the barrel of a pretty big snowstorm right now. Uh, or at least just up north. Hopefully, it lasts in uh, yeah, in two weeks, two-ish weeks, we'll be up there. So hopefully, they still get good snow. Yeah, I haven't. So. I skied. Uh, I don't even know if I skied one day last year. Uh, I think the last time I skied was when we were in steamboat. Wow. Yeah. Was, Did you end up going skiing with Malin? No. Uh, we were. At, we may go this weekend. Okay. Yeah, depending on how the storm works out. Yeah. <laughs> but last year kind of a last minute trip. Lindsay and I went up to Mount Snow. Yep. Uh put the kid with uh the grandparents and timed it amazingly. Yeah. And that Mount Snow and I don't even like Mount Snow. I've never had like a great experience at Mount Snow. We it was some of if not the best snow I've skied on on the wet or on the east coast ever. And like at Mount Snow where we were just like this is amazing. Lindsay had never been to Mount Snow. She's like, Mount Snow is the greatest. It's mountain. not far from here either, right? It's like two and a half hours, three hours maybe. Bad. And we just had like, like such a good day. And now, going back to this time that we were at Steamboat, we were skiing through these glades. We came out on a on a on a path, and I flipped my shit. Like, remember when I fell on my face because I because it was in, snowing in the in the trees. Uh, we had just come out of the trees. That's great, man. Thank you. Uh, sorry, we're drinking Texas whiskey. Texas whiskey. Uh, uh, with bitter milk, by the way. Yeah, which I guess we can't. you can't get it up in the north, can you? Uh, you might be able to order it. But it's based out of Charleston, South Carolina. It's this guy, basically, who um, makes these amazing uh, bitters. Well, they're bitters, but they're also they're they're cocktail mixes. Yeah, true. Um, but they're like really for like bourbons and whiskeys. It and is some vodkas. so good. It's amazing. So it's sweet, but it's yeah, it is. It is a bit sweet. But, but he's got like a spiced one. Um, there's there's like dozens of them. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh shoot! I only had packs. like two or three. And they're easy to mix. It's like throw ice, throw like one serving of whiskey, one serving of this bitter milk, and it's amazing. So I mean, even this, you just like. Topped off a decent amount of whiskey in here. 
And you can still taste the, the bitter milk. It's a yeah, really it's good really combo. Good. So anyway, uh, yeah, you so ate shit in the glaze. I ate shit. I definitely ate shit. I cut my lip open. Um, because, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember that. Because right, yep. yeah. I have these goggles that are like yeah. are shit. They're awesome when it's bright and sunny out. You but, need new goggles. Those are old right. as hell. So I fell on my ass and I did the exact same thing. Double ejection out of my skis <laughs> uh, last year at Mount Snow. And Lindsay was like, oh, I have to go pick up my, my husband's corpse because he's dead. <laughs> I will say for Christmas, I got pink goggles. Oh, right. Pink. Well, pink glass and pink glass is the best for low light. Like to replace your lenses in your existing goggles. I got all all new 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 goggles. Yeah. So I am actually really excited. More so than like orange lens? I don't know. I mean, I, so I, after falling out of my skis twice and landing on my face twice, you do some research and apparently that uh, pink. I'm excited to see these come out then. I am too. I am too. Even though we're only skiing one day also. I hope it is an overcast day. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, exactly. uh, So you put it to good use. Yeah. Uh, yeah, hopefully the, hopefully the snow stays, stays good. Cause that I will would be say, like, a lot of fun. Okemo is such a great mountain too. It is because they're like, I mean, this is the first time we're really skiing quote unquote with my daughter. So we'll have like a, a program that we can throw her into and like some daycare or whatever, but it's got some challenging runs. It's really pretty. There's a lot of variation, got like almost two and a half mountains. Yeah, basically. So there's, cause there's the Jackson Gore. Right. Uh, on like the far east side of it. Yep. Um, there's a little area called Solitude, which is kind of between Jackson Gore yeah. and the main mountain. But then there's that other like section off to the, uh, I guess it's the south of the mountain that that's kind of a new new area. Yeah. So I, I, I'm excited. I, I had a, um, uh, a season pass there in college. Really? And we would ski every single weekend, opening weekend to closing weekend. Uh, even through winter break, like we would drive three hours. You and I have there. skied Okimo together, by the yeah. way. Um, that's amazing. Great, yeah, it's a great mountain. I, I love going up there. So, uh, I mean, but it's insane how expensive ski tickets are these days, I, dude. The there was a news article that um, Va- uh, was it Vale or Aspen and one other mountain just cracked two hundred dollars a day. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was, vale. what, the, it was vale. what the hell? Yeah, it's nuts. I mean, I know. I know most ski tickets are are purchased in advance because you're you're anticipating to go. Right, you can find these discounts. <laughs> yeah, they're deals. Like if you buy within seven days. Or seven days or more out, they give you yeah. a deal, some sort of, you know, either percentage or dollar off. But still, like the fact if you were just in a ski town for work or something, you said, oh, wait, I got the day off. Let me go ski. You have to drop over $200. Which is Plus, stupid. you got to get all the gear and everything. So, like, I'm trying to get my wife to go ski. She doesn't have any gear. Right, and right. So, are we going to pay a full day ticket for her? It's not $200, but. You might be better off going someplace local to get the gear and bringing it up. Yeah, like my mom's gear. <laughs> or, or like your mom's gear, <laughs> or, or I was gonna say like like Wilton Outdoor Sports. Oh yeah, no, no, we wouldn't we wouldn't rent we would not rent up on the mountain. Yeah, that's, that's always never. that's always the biggest ripoff. Uh, no, she'll borrow family stuff. Uh, I'm really excited to see Gracie ski. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it only I, be- sh- I think she'll yeah she'll be fine. Well, no, I mean we always I think we, some of the best times we've had like as friends have been like skiing, yeah. and we've had like right. some generally good days out there and it was, it's just like oh wow grace is not here like i wish she could but enjoy it. we can all ski together she can't i get it and she I, can't right. do those runs but I, and and yes i understand that but even like opera ski is so much fun yes yep. and like going to the bar going to t-bar at steamboat after like or wherever we go it's it's always just fun to kind of hang out talk about the runs yeah talk about having the runs 
like <laughs> whatever you need to do. I was say, wait, what runs are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and actually, the fact that we're not going to Steamboat this year, like, it's a bummer. Yeah, the one De- thing I am definitely bummed. We uh, so my wife is going through some medical things, uh, so we <laughs> actually. We're going, a sex change? My wife is going through a sex change. Uh, that's not true. But she, one of her really good friends has done an Airbnb out at uh, Keystone in February. In, is in, that's in Colorado. It's in Colorado. Yeah. It's it's kind of like, it's, it's situated perfectly because it's near a basin. It's near Breckenridge. They're yeah. going out for a long weekend. They're like, come on out. Oh, so are you going to go? We're not going because my wife has oh. to be closed for all these tests and stuff. So, so you really luck out with the with the Colorado ski situations because yeah, <clears throat> excuse well, me, because we've got free housing when we go out to Steamboat. Yes. Now you got some friends that are saying like, yeah, just come stop by Keystone. Well, well take care I, of I you. would have to pay. They're not going to take care of me. I would have to pay. <laughs> really, just knowing the only reason I'm friends with you and the only reason I'm maintaining this podcast is because I have a connection to Steamboat. Yeah, and I can go out. You're like, oh there. wait a second, I can keep going back to Steamboat and uh, ski. Well pay for the tickets but at least housing's free eh, maybe maybe this is worth it maybe <laughs> it is always here. worth it because tickets to denver are always cheap yeah no kidding like in the middle of winter you're like wait a second yeah. that's it's ski heaven someone everybody from new york would want to go out there i don't yeah. get it every single year it's cheap totally and then i mean really all we're paying for is food and 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 Lift ski tickets, tickets. Yeah. yeah and we always buy those in advance too and we get a pretty good deal yeah out. yeah i mean there were there were a couple of years where i think i did it for 300 dollars or 250 bucks Right, for like, like three or four days. Yeah, for three days of skiing on the West Coast. It's amazing. So um, the other, the last thing on this, Okimo has a trail that back in the day I got up to about 60 miles an hour on. Yeah. So are we, we going to set our called, uh, Jeep? It's, uh, it's called Upper Chief. Upper Chief. Okay, yeah, I know that. It's the summit. One. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's their downhill course. Yep. I'm I <sighs> Are you tempted to go try it again? Well, one, my wife wouldn't let me, so we have to do it when she's not around. Yeah. Okay. Um two, I am a little bit nervous because I have a daughter and I, you know, don't want to be a paraplegic for her. And it would be the first day skiing this year and your skis are right. definitely not tuned. Uh I, that's right, but I might get them tuned before that. Okay. Because they need it. I didn't get them tuned last year either. Yeah. Um I haven't gotten mine tuned since i bought them <laughs> all right maybe maybe we should all just go get yeah. them tuned um but i'm thinking we could at least do 60 well yeah considering we <laughs> we did 74 miles an hour and 72 miles an hour yeah a few years ago in steamboat right um which is literally the truth i mean that's not a, yeah that's not an exaggeration we have. I, I know and we both thought that our app our like little ski track apps were lying but we both got super hot you know super fast speeds it's not like they could both glitch on the same run or at the same time um but yeah thinking back on that that was that was fast and anytime i even tell like my cousins out there who i'll do ski racing or my aunts and uncles they're like you did what you did what speed on what run but i mean let's let's kind of set the tone here we were going straight down not the steepest hill because we didn't want to kill ourselves, but like we, but it was steep. We we skied it a few times to really kind of understand where all like the dips were, where like the yeah. runoffs were. It was early enough that. in the morning. There wasn't a soul on the on right. the slopes. We were just like on and off the ski lift every time. Yeah, we. I mean, we probably skied it four times in a row before sa- saying like, "This is where we can." Do wasn't it. the run called Wipeout? I I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> I, and this is something that we should know. Like yeah. having done that. Yeah. Um. And I, what were we going for? Maybe maybe sixty five. Sixty five. I think you said that your max speed 
was whatever like whatever you're just yeah, saying. Yeah, it's probably like, done at Okemo. That's at Okemo, right. so you're like saying, "Oh, I've done 60 miles an hour on skis before. Let's see if we can break that." Right. And by the way, sorry to interrupt, but like the previous few days leading up to that, we had been trying. We'd been trying on right. a different slope, completely and different with like kids that were crossing on a catwalk. We have video of us like going in yeah, and out of. Lindsay kids. was down there, like, "Okay, it's safe to come down now," and she was filming us. Yeah, stupid. We're like barely cracking 60 miles an hour, maybe probably. 64, 65. Right. And then, and then on this run, we were just like, yeah, yeah, let's go down. <laughs> expecting that we were going to hit 65, maybe 70. And then all of a sudden we see that. Just think about that. Think when you, if you're doing 72 or 74 miles an hour on the highway, you get yeah. pulled over. In, yeah. In most places around here. Like you're yes. going to get pulled over. Cops would be like, you were speeding. Right. And you, you have, you're behind a seatbelt and airbags. Four and wheels. Uh, yeah. Like right. steel cage around you. Yes. We did this on our own two legs on you know, pieces of carbon fiber and Kevlar that are like three inches wide. It was like, we were so, first of all, we were so stupid. So dumb. You shouldn't do this. No. And second of all, we were, but we were committed. (laughs) We were committed (laughs) and we were flabbergasted that we had actually hit it because it was yeah. like, we looked at, at at these GPS uh, measurement tools that we have. It's an app, it's an app called uh, ski tracks, Ski tracks. And you tuned me, I think you tuned me into it. Yep. on that ski trip and i was like okay cool and of course as soon as you put metrics to it like the idiots that we are so gonna stupid try and break it right and uh we did and we have not we tried to oh we haven't we, done it since we tried a couple of years later and did didn't, we didn't come close yeah we we attempted to but we got spoiled it was either it was either too hot and so oh, mushy. the snow was yeah, slushy yeah, yeah. or it was dumping snow so it was just powder right um, I, and I think we've gotten like maybe 60, maybe in the 60s, but never up to 75 yet. Not even close. I will not be doing that this trip. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I for one day of skiing, no way, especially if I'm going to be skiing part of the day with Gracie. I'll be doing... Don't you think Gracie wants to see you go 75 miles 10 an hour? miles an hour. No, she definitely doesn't. Well, Upper Chief is a black diamond, so she probably won't even be up there. She won't get anywhere near that section of the mountain. Um, maybe she can go to um, ski school with Malin. Honestly, I would love for your your wife to take Malin for for. Uh, She'd be thrilled me. to be with Malin. She'd be with kids her mental age. <laughs> oh, that's not even <laughs> close to true. <laughs> no, uh, she's very smart. She's very mature. <laughs> a lot more mature than you or me, man. <laughs> that's true. Uh, so one of the other notes that I I came up with while I was driving um, was the with the fact that I'm drinking. <laughs> yeah, so you are drinking. Well, we've kind of already talked about what you're drinking yeah, but yeah. why are you drinking i i don't know so like I, I uh was listening back to uh whatever our last episode was and not doing whole 30 anymore um and right. i said yeah but don't worry like i'm still gonna be dairy free uh i still am gonna go no alcohol for the month um i think and maybe i said like no desserts or something um i have had cheese Oh my god! Twice or three times. What? Like in an what omelet. cheese? Oh god! I know. And what uh, kind of cheese? Projectile vomit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, no. Yeah, your body immediately rejects it. Um, and I uh, shoot, forget where we were. Oh, I think we were at uh, Gracie's cousin's house or something. And you walk in there, and when we sorry, when we got there, I was like, man, I don't want to be like that guest that comes to somebody's house and be like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not drinking. Right. Not that it's you know that everybody's an alcoholic and you have to have a drink. Oh. It's totally fine to say, actually, you know what? I'm, I'm not drinking right now. Like, you know, I'll just have a water or something. But to me, it's just like, no, this is a social setting 
and we've never gone to their house before. Like it was nice oh, that they cool. invited us over. Yeah. And so I said, yeah, sure, whatever. I'll have like a glass of wine or two. Uh, and then um, the other night I went out for a nice dinner with Gracie and two other friends. What? Like, but not not not, me? not you guys. You... Sorry, not the Drakes. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Um, uh, with Ryan and Janelle. Okay. Oh, so they get a little shout out. Um, yeah. Sorry, he doesn't listen to this. Um, <laughs> I'm sure he doesn't. <laughs> Ryan doesn't want even want to be on this. Yeah, he wants he nothing he's be, to do with this podcast. Ryan is assuming that he, a he's going to be some very high powered executive at some point in his life. I thought you were going to say president. Oh, I don't know. If he's but I was going to say no. You can pretty much say anything you want. Just ask Billy Bush. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know some things about Ryan that uh, <laughs> would uh, prevent him from prevent being, him from becoming yeah. the president. Uh, and two, like no one listens to this podcast to even warrant him yeah, showing up on any uh that's true <laughs> any red like, oh man okay uh, yeah he's got this um he's got this big interview coming up let's just go do a google search quickly uh maybe there's a podcast out there that oh, he was maybe on there is. yeah what kind um, of podcast would that be we'll exclude his name if he ever does decide to come on this podcast so right. that from the title or from like the right. metadata so that nobody can actually search we'll call it. him brian okay yeah um but we have a friend that named brian that would be throwing him under the bus brian with an i no, spell it with a Y. Well, that's how our other Brian spelled it, doesn't he? Yeah, but I'm saying so spell Ryan's name with a Y. I'm so confused. Fuck, now, yeah, yeah, but now there's just a B in front of it. Um, anyway. <laughs> that was a dumb tangent. Uh, and edit point? So, <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, so I had a, I don't know, I had a drink at dinner and I was just, you know what, screw Gosh. it. Like, I'm having a drink. And so here, I'm having a drink. Dude, you're having more uh, than... Maybe that was more than a drink. So I poured two shots of whiskey in there, and yep. we've just basically had a third. And Yeah. So, That's right. Whatever. Um, it's fine. You know what? It's cold out. You need it. Yeah. And like, I uh, I, I guess I haven't had wheat this month, uh, and I had cheese a couple times, but I haven't had milk this entire month. Whoa. Um, oh, my I know. God. So I'm like, so I'm probably people. whole 22 Maybe Dude, maybe twenty one. That's amazing, man. I'm Trying. so proud of you. I know, I know. Your life is so hard. Melissa Hartwig or whatever her name is, who, who created the fuck is Melissa Hartwig? <laughs> she's the crazy person who came up with Whole Thirty. Oh, um, so she's poor. <laughs> poor in um, uh, palate. Uh, yeah, whatever. she's probably like really boring. She's one of those boring people that's like, I'm gonna eat tofu and kale, and no, you can't have tofu. What the fuck can you eat on this guy? Isn't tofu soy based? Yes. Yeah, you can't have that. What? No wonder you lasted a day and a half on this. Yeah, yeah, forget it. Yeah. Oh, somebody yelled at me um, after listening to that uh, episode where I was like, yeah, I did Whole30 for five days, but I was losing too much weight. Yeah, you're a dick. Yeah, I list, I, I'll be honest. I did listen back to that. I was like, oh, that sounds really pretentious and and snooty. And she was like, fuck you. Like, I can't believe that you could lose weight that quickly. Wait, that's the same and voice you use for... For Gracie, was it Gracie? And it's the same voice I use for Lindsay. And oh yeah, that's same true. voice I use for it's a lot of yeah. women in my life that nag me. Oh my god, <laughs> me too, Nate. Me too. <laughs> Lindsay doesn't nag me though. That's not fair to say. Mm-mm. Gracie, on the other hand. Um, <laughs> so uh, sorry. I want to go back. I mentioned uh, this is a good little springboard. I mentioned Billy Bush, yeah. and um, I was thinking about this. So I, I get I got into like this snowballing spiraling conversation with a few people at work last night um as we were like kind of closing up i'm just shooting the shit and one conversation led to another that just like spiraled into 
politics, political correctness, you know, the mm-hmm. whole minefield that there is to, to navigate around that. Uh, and one of the things I was thinking about, it was either last night or today when we were talking about a few other things. Um, and, and this is just one thing that I wanted to, to bring up um, in my essay of notes that I have here. <laughs> Your Siri um, notes? When you think about uh, Donald Trump getting elected, you know, first of all, the presidency used to be the the like highest office in the land and it, it still is it is the highest office in the land there's no there's no denying that thanks but thanks nate thanks for stating the obvious uh, exactly <laughs> but that's the thing is like you kind of need to state the obvious right seeing what well, and what's to that point right i also think that like at some point it, it could become ceremonial kind of like the queen of england you know yeah. it's like well yeah, yeah great you're the president but the real power is like with the people except right now well look it's where not we are. the case right now I know, exactly yes. But so uh, back to this, the fact that, you know, when people were were kids and they were growing up and if if you had a friend, um, you know, when you did the exercise, like, okay, you know, little Jimmy, what do you want to be when you grow up? It's like, I want to be president. You're just like, oh, my gosh, that kid's got huge ambitions. Like, I can't believe it. Like, you know, bow down to him. I can't believe that kid at, you know, in fifth grade is thinking about wanting to be president. That's awesome. You know, he's yeah, he's dreaming big. There's something special about it's funny that you call him Jimmy and he was a little boy. Yeah, because I think <laughs> boys basically think, oh, I can become president. Yes, because there have been boy presidents, but no know. girls. Right. You're right. So I, and maybe that's just me I should have. I should have said Hillary. Or, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because she didn't. It, the, 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 the point being that, like, yes, it's still very much a boy's game. Unfortunately. Yeah. No, that's funny you say that because I, I call every little kid Jimmy. Oh, even just the like, girls. Oh, Jimmy and Mikey. Oh, okay. So you just have like this. No, if it's a crush. if it's a little girl, I don't know. <laughs> Sally. Sure. I was going to say Sarah. Sarah. Sally. <laughs> yeah, it has to end in a Y. Yeah. You're right. It has to end in like that I E mm-hmm. sound. Um, but now uh, you've got you've got Donald Trump in the office. Whatever. What? You, whatever you think. Oh my God. What? <laughs> that can't, can't be that. true. I've been living under a rock. Um, you know, what, however you think about him, whatever. But uh, the fact that that man became president after his locker room talk incident and Billy Bush <laughs> sitting on that bus <laughs> yeah. just laughing. He got on, he got the shrapnel. Got just absolutely shredded. Yeah. And I mean it's, I'm just taking one tiny little point in that in that whole debacle. Yeah. And I was thinking about it today. I was like, man, that sucks to be Billy Bush. Yeah. <laughs> like he because he, he had just started like the Today show or something. Yeah, he was he was like really Picking up some serious steam yeah. and some serious roles, and a fucking like what was it like at that point? Five or ten years old at that point. That that footage. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I think it was. I don't. Know, I mean, two thousand eight, two thousand right, whatever it was it was, it was. it was it was old. Yeah. Old. You're right. <laughs> and he just gets the boot, just mm-hmm. like absolutely. What is he doing now? I have no I, idea. I don't know. You never you never heard of him. And like no. But you know, Billy Bush was actually related to cousins, right? Yes, um, which doesn't matter. But um, it's yeah, he like just he took the he took the shotgun shell to the face. 
And then that reminded me, I was talking to my sister and mom about this, Howard Dean during the 2004 campaign. Right. He goes, yeah. Yeah. After the Iowa, after the Iowa caucus, he goes, if he, I watched the video again, cause I was like, wait a second, I need to see how this guy sunk a campaign like in one speech. Dude, it wasn't even a speech, man. It was that one sound. Exactly. So he was like, if you would have said 18 months ago that we were going to finish third in the Iowa caucus, we would have been thrilled. And guess what? That's exactly what we did last night. And we're going to go on to New Hampshire and we're going to win and we're going to go on to Florida primary and we're going to go to North Dakota and we're going to go to South Dakota and it yeah. just rattles off like 15 states. Yeah. Yeah. It <laughs> and was people that, were like, yeah. oh my God, this guy yeah. is psycho. Like there's yeah. no way he could be president. How it, it, right. that, that blew an entire presidential campaign. Right. And that was only 12 years before Trump got elected. And Donald Trump can say what he says and can do what he says and can mock yeah. people the way he mocks them. And he's just like, yeah, screw you. I'm still gonna be president. It's just like <laughs> mind blown. Yeah. I mean, look how far we've come or look how low we've come. Uh, yeah. I mean, or how far we've gone back, you know, right. It's like, right. Yeah. There is that. Yeah. I mean, I, it, it's unbelievable. It's like, it's hysterical to, to think about it. Mm-hmm. And it's also really sad. Uh, I, oh, yeah. you know, I'm a, I was a poli sci major, and so this stuff just like starts to consume my my head on mm-hmm. a on a pretty regular basis. Um, of course. But with all the driving around that I was doing, especially in 2016, 2015, 2016, I consumed so much media and so much news around yeah. the the campaigns that I was like, I was hooked. I knew exactly what was going on with like Bobby Jindal and you know, like, <laughs> who the hell is he? It's like, well, he yeah. went out in like 15th out of 16. Which but, is amazing. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh but it's just like it, it took me over in that election cycle and now I'm like I'm really hooked into it. Right. But not not so not in such a way that I like I'm obsessed with oh my god politics what's going on 24/7 but just looking at the hilarity of the situation but also mm. the sadness and like dark reality <laughs> yeah. that that we're in it and is weird like there are times where I'll just be like you know get caught off guard and be like wait a minute Donald Trump's our president yeah like I remember the first time I I like gone to California for whatever uh and landing it was like you know there's some sign outside of LAX it was like hey welcome to California from Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger and I was like oh yeah what the fuck (laughs) like like, I knew it I knew he was a governor but like you see it on a sign right it's just kind of reinforce it and then you're like wait Donald Trump the fucking bankrupt morally shitheaded uh fuck stain is our president (laughs) like how is that possible well it's like when you drive by um when you're in New York City, there's the uh, United States mission to the UN directly across the street from the United yeah, Nations yeah, yeah. building. Yeah. And inside that building, there are the pictures of the commander in chief, the vice president, uh, the speaker of the house, the um, uh, the Senate majority leader and like, you know, chain of command stuff. Right. And I used to always drive past that for work. And it used to be Obama and Biden and yeah. And um Ryan or uh, whoever or no no whoever Boehner. was before ba- uh, Boehner yeah, yeah exactly yeah. and um, Pelosi Pelosi too. and Boehner and I haven't paid attention to it recently yeah and actually I don't think I have seen Trump's picture up there yet but I remember when he got elected I was like holy shit like that that dude's <laughs> picture is going to be on every embassy wall around the country yeah is going to be on like every federal government building is like president of the United States with that right. shit eating grin it's like. Damn. Well, this you know what I real. want? For, so whoever gets elected next, 
when they sit for their presidential portrait, I want them to turn to their right and, and sort of be like, oh my God, like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> That's like, right. And their like, place next yeah, to him. Just their yeah. place next to him. It's like, yeah. oh God, what? Yeah. Or like give him the finger yeah, or whatever. That would be great. Uh, I know it will never happen unless I am elected <laughs> the next president. We, of the can, we can make it happen, to be I honest. Mean, I've never grabbed someone by the pussy. Good, good. Yeah. That's a it's a good first step, <laughs> or, um, or at least talked about. At it. least you've never talked about it on air, right? Well, oh. until about five seconds ago. Oh shit! Um, Do you think you could get elected? Could I? I mean, in twenty twenty. Well, this is the interesting not not in twenty twenty, yeah. but but this is kind of the interesting thing with Trump is that he has so many failings as a human that I think a lot of people sort of look at him and say, "Oh well, I could be president. Yeah, if he like, could do it, I could do it. Right? Like." Like I know all of my negativities and like all the things that are wrong with me. And I was like, oh, maybe I could be president. Like, no, he's president because he knew how to play the game. He he knew or how to. Did market. Russia know how to play the game? True. Yeah. When you have <laughs> when you have a superpower behind you, you can definitely get a lot done. But he did know how to play the game. Um, the, the guy. I mean, you have to give him credit. He he figured out how to tap into a section of the country right. that was able to make him president. He he. He didn't read the Constitution, but he <laughs> read the Constitution and knew how to get elected. Yeah. Forget, put the whole popular vote and electoral college shit aside. Mm-hmm. He knew what it took to get elected president, and and he went down that path. He didn't yes. play. He didn't play the the game of like, what's the perfect uh, thing that I need to say that pulls the best? That you know, what's the best slogan that everybody will respond the most to? He just said, "This is who I am," and you either like it or you don't. And if you do like it, great you know, vote for me. If you don't like it, go vote for somebody else. And enough people liked it. Right. Enough people in the right areas liked it. Yeah. I probably agree with that more than just like enough people liked it. I think it was more like he really, he also found that the, that kind of like weird sentiment that exists within like middle America that, that has been ignored by, by coastal cities and, and politics like that. But you know, he kind of found that like, hey, we're working to make America great again, and I'm going to step on your backs to make it great again without telling you I'm stepping on your backs. Yeah. And uh, you're going to be better off for it. I don't know if that's true. I mean, again, I know. I'm a progressive here, but like that the morning of the election of, of Donald Trump's election before. Did you, you know, stay up and watch it or you go to bed? I ended up going to bed. My, because Malin was born about two weeks before oh, that. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> so Lindsay got up to uh, breastfeed her in the middle of the night, and I remember just like she came back to bed and she like been watching TV, and I was like, "Is Donald Trump our president?" <laughs> and she's like, "Yeah." <laughs> and I remember being like, "Fuck," and just like turning over. But before that, did you think there was any chance that that Donald Trump would be our president? I mean, his polling numbers were shit. Uh, no, I when he when he announced that he was going to run, I I had a good hunch that he was going to at least be the nominee. No way, because I was like, you have a better chance of like electing a monkey on a rock. Well, because when he when he announced, he was polling in third right off the bat, and there were like nineteen people running Who, against like what like uh, uh, Bush, Jeb, yeah. Um, Lindsey Graham was was kind of up there. Oh um, right, and then who was the, uh, the the HPR HP woman? The, the fuck. Oh yeah, whatever her name is, Meg Whitman. No, that's that's the new HP woman, I think. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> shoot, we'll remember her name anyway. Um, whatever the case. But yeah, so he immediately he had he had the national recognition uh, more so than any other candidate, 
people just didn't know like what his policies and direction were. So they were like, okay, we know who this guy is. Right. So when he showed up on the polls, people just like check right. him off because yeah. like, yeah, we know who he is, but we don't know who the hell George Pataki is or Bob right. Jindal. But by the way, like he is so good at creating that spin of who he is as a person. Absolutely. That people don't realize that he's had all these bankruptcies and that he's yeah. had like all these issues. And But it doesn't matter. He flies around in a plane that says right. Trump on the side of it, a helicopter that says Trump on the side of it. He's got golf courses that say Trump all over yeah, it. So he's like, the American dream. It's an image. Essentially. Thing. Exactly. Or at least he appears to be have succeeded through the American right. dream. So when he when he got when he got Jeb Bush to put an exclamation point next to his name for his <laughs> campaign because he called him low energy, that's when I was like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. This guy is gonna eat everybody alive. Yeah. Uh and then I will admit that I I stayed up on election night because I said I wanna see I want to see the first woman be elected president. Right. And I said that to myself. I was like, okay. And I turned on MSNBC and I turned on MSNBC on purpose because it's a liberal news program. Um, And they have, they they claim that they have conservatives and liberals on their panel Mm. that, that are, um, they have like low level, non-committal conservatives, Uh, which can be said for Fox news, you know, with the liberal Fox news, a whole nother animal. Um, but so I, I, I turned that on and as like the, as the polls started coming in, the exit polls and then the actual like voter information yeah. and states started to like not pick up where they needed to. They, they uh, MSNBC has got this guy, Steve Kornacki, who is like a, just an absolute numbers junkie and they've got those oh, fancy yes. boards. Yeah. And I just, that's when I was like, holy shit, I'm a numbers junkie and I'm a political <laughs> junkie. Cause this I was like, me. I was like, get Steve Kornacki back on. And I just was, I was obsessed with him when, when right. the board would come up and he'd be, you know, drawn his circles and numbers. Yeah. And I was glued to the TV till three in the morning and Gracie finally, she went to bed at like midnight and I was like, I don't think it looks good for Hillary. And I watched the whole thing, and they were like, yeah. everybody at the Javits Center was starting to cry. Yeah, like the lights were dim in the Javits Center. Oh, like, it was not so brutal. And Wolf Blitzer was sitting there at, at the Javits Center <laughs> really? reporting he for was at, I didn't even, I didn't I, even see I'm that. I'm pretty sure he was. And I was just like, oh, man, I'm not going to see the first woman elected. I'm going to see right. Donald Trump. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it was just like, blew my mind. And I just sat there, and I just, I, I was smiling, and I was laughing, because it was like, okay. The system just got fucked. Right. And the Dow Jones, I was down like almost a thousand points as as people started to realize that Trump was going to be elected. And then on November, whatever it was, November 9th, yeah, the next day, mm-hmm. the Dow Jones was up like 2,000 points because everybody was like, oh, yeah, this is the guy who's talking about like being good for business and right, being good right. for America. And like maybe that is going to be good. And the Dow rallied like 8,000 points over the next six yeah. months. Forget right. what it's doing right now. Let's let's yeah. <laughs> let's cross that out. But um, I just thought it was fascinating to watch that all go down. Oh, totally. Um, well, to that end, like I remember when uh, Obama was elected and I mean, right. Like, again, I'm a progressive. I get it. We had just been through uh, eight years of Bush. I was living in New York. And you voted Democrat every election. Uh, so I didn't vote in the 2000 election because I was uh, in college and I just didn't do the absentee. Yeah. Um, but I did vote for, uh, uh, fuck, who was it? Uh, fucking... 2000 was Gore. Well, I didn't, I didn't vote oh, for Gore. Oh, but you didn't but, vote. Uh, 04 was uh, Kerry. Yeah, I, so I voted for Kerry um, and then I voted for uh, Obama. But... I remember going out and just like celebrating. Like we were in the middle of Times Square with like millions of what it seemed. It was probably thousands, but it felt like millions of New Yorkers just like having the time of our lives. Like, holy cow, ding dong, 
the king is dead. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, and also we've just elected the first African-American president, like, right. and, and someone that as you know, I would agree or say, uh, that really kind of like spoke to my generation and kind of like hit on all the things that we were looking yep. forward to. But then like you move forward eight years, I'm married. I've got a brand new baby. I was like, I just, I, I can't stay up. I'm too exhausted. Yeah. And I have to imagine there were people in middle America that were celebrating just as much as I was. Absolutely. Yeah. For, for Trump's election. Yeah. And, and it was unfathomable to me, but just, I, I woke up that next morning thinking, wow, I like don't know America. And, and it was a, it was a come to Jesus moment for but me. But that's the beauty of democracy in my opinion. Okay. How the, so? The fact that we've, I mean, it's, it's a little bit weird that we've come down to just two sides. Like there, there really is yeah. no room for an independent candidate. In, Which is really too bad. Yeah. And feels like the 2016 election was was sort of the best time for an independent to get in. Now it feels even more like 2020 is the best time for an independent to get in. Right. Because the Democrats can't figure out how many different heads that they have. They are, they, right. Their heads are so far up each other's asses oh, absolutely. trying to figure out what to do that it's just like that right now to me is hysterical to watch <laughs> because, you know, the, the clusterfuck that was 2016 for the Republicans with yeah. 19 of them running was just like, Haha, how are they all going to figure that out? No way are the Republicans right. going to win because they're going to eat each other alive in the totally, primaries. Which it looked like it was going to happen. Yeah. And then yeah. Donald Trump happened. And now you've got 2020 where it's just like the Democrats are going to eat each other alive. Donald Trump's going to sit there just like in his throne in the Oval Office and just right. just absolutely love whatever goes on. Well, I was thinking about this. But an independent. Oh, okay. Sorry. sorry well, I, was, I was just insane. This is like 2020, you would feel is a time for an independent candidate. But we're stuck in this weird two party system. Right. Which we can't get. Say? Well, I was going to say that, um, well, one, we can't really get out of this two party system. Right. And I, I, if I were the Democrats, and I was thinking about this the other day, like, you need to find that one person that you can rally behind that's just going to get rid of Trump. But do you? Is that is that something? Is that what you choose a candidate? I think you find a for. very moderate Democrat. But will the moderate Democrat win the primary? Well, I don't know. I mean, but look, no. I, I the, don't know. The, the answer is right. definitely no. Only because, and I say definitely no. Only because in primaries, it's whoever can be the furthest left will get the base support. Right. And so that true. is the I mean, person. look at Bernie. Look at Bernie Sanders. Like yes. he was getting that that base support. Of... And if it weren't rigged, then he would have been the nominee. <laughs> well, that's I actually do agree with that. Yeah, and and uh, that's that's what's even more messed up about 2016 is had it not been so heavily rigged in Clinton's favor. Yeah, Bernie Sanders would have been the nominee, and I guarantee you he would have won. I yeah, promise I mean, you, he would have beaten Trump. I. That's from a comp- like. Well, I have my. <laughs> BA in political science, <laughs> not even an MA or MBA or a PhD or anything. Well, so my yes. opinion doesn't mean shit. But I mean, I, I it might have been my dad that was like, "Wow, I didn't realize how many people really hate Hillary Clinton." Yeah, like the day after the election. Yeah. Um, and it and unfortunately it's true. And she has a lot of stigma and a lot of baggage and a lot of history right attached to her. So I yeah. think that was a big part of it. And um. Yeah, it was, it's... But that's, as I was saying, like, the beauty of democracy is that, uh, you know, putting aside this two-party system, um, you you have these two choices, and they can be so diametrically opposed to one another. Mm -hmm. Um, And 
one can so wholeheartedly fundamentally disagree with the other Mm -hmm. but it's up to it's up to the people to show up and voice their opinion in their vote on that day and if people feel strongly enough for one candidate over another they're going to go out of their way to go to these to these voting stations polling stations and sometimes that's not easy for for certain people it's easier for others you know whether it's a a long wait or you can't take the time off of work but in a democracy if it is super important to you you go do that right and in 2016 more people went and did that for trump in the areas where it mattered yes. right. because absolutely you know you talk about you talk about the coastal elites versus middle america mm-hmm. yeah in if you excluded la county and new york city trump won the popular vote if you put those two counties back in Hillary Clinton won the popular vote. So it's right. like, okay, so does LA and New York elect the president or does the United States elect the president? And so that's right. That's what it ultimately came down to. And those people were very outspoken against Trump. And that's why they, they went out to vote in, in Hillary Clinton's favor. Right, but right, right, right. In the areas where you needed to win the electoral college, that's where Trump just figured out the game and, and, and played it. Mm-hmm. But uh, so in my opinion, that's where I, I think democracy is, is, interesting and cool is just like okay that that one person is now going to lead the country and you have you know the two right. the two parts of congress that then have to work with him and whether they're <laughs> led by the same party or different parties right let's figure it out but like let's at least have a conversation and today we're not we're not having a conversation we're just mm. like sort of sitting cross-armed at each other from oh, across it's a the aisle stalemate yeah saying like <laughs> the latest news today uh, I, I've been in meetings all day today. I have no idea what happened today. So. You'll love this then. So did you hear that Nancy Pelosi asked Trump to to not give this State of the Union address? Uh, yes, I heard that because of security. I mean, it's, security it's, issues. It, it was trying to make it embarrassing a little bit. But yeah, yeah, whether whether that's true or not, the fact of the matter is she said, hey, it's actually, you know, constitutionally, it is her responsibility as the Speaker of the House to invite the President to the chamber okay. to give a State of the Union address. Right. And so she technically gives that that uh, that invite as the Speaker of the House and Paul Ryan last year and, and right. years right, before, right, right. Boehner before. But it's just become like a regular thing. Okay, the President gives the State of the Union address on or about... The know, end of January. Yeah, end of yep. January. So it's just become like standard, but it's still right. technically a formal invite. So she said, actually, I'm not going to extend that invite because I think it's a security concern. Okay. It's it's over the it's over the shutdown and like, right. Let's figure out the shutdown. Donald Trump today said, "Oh yeah, Nancy Pelosi, you know that um, you know that military plane that you wanted to fly on to go visit Afghanistan and visit a war zone and do some things. Yeah, I'm gonna cancel that flight, so you can't actually go. Are you fucking serious? Apparently, it was like when he she can, was wait what he can he has that power. I guess because he's the commander in chief. Oh shit! And it was a military flight. It wasn't." It wasn't like Air Force Three, right? Or, or whatever, you know, whatever, yeah. whatever the government planes are, <laughs> Delta, and yeah, exactly, Delta connections. Um, no way. And so he, I, I don't know if it was so far that she was on the tarmac, but it apparently was like within minutes of of her no. supposed to <laughs> depart, and other other congressmen and senators were on the the plane with her, and he said, actually, no, sorry, you can't take that trip. And <laughs> it, this is what it's come down to. Exactly. Like, and I was like, like, oh, my like, God. take your ball and go home kind of mentality. Oh, it's just so pathetic. Like, are oh. you that much of a petulant child that yeah. you're just like, oh, wait, you're not going to invite me to go do a State of the Union address? OK, I'm not going to give you that plane to go take this trip. But think about all the pol- 
or the politicians that you, I mean, not that you know personally, but like that's kind of their mentality is like, it's my yeah. way or the fucking highway. Yeah. I, to be honest, I think all of them, this is terrible. All of them should be burned alive. Okay. Um, well, I, yeah. I didn't say that. That was Nate Kelly yes. saying. That. Uh, there's but, a reason why Congress has like a 9% approval rating. Yeah. Because well, like once you get elected, you just get sucked into this horrific hole in system that just totally. like sucks the life out of you. And you, uh, the only thing that you're concerned about is raising money for your next campaign mm-hmm. and not actually getting anything done. It's it's so Well, I saw that so picture bizarre. of... Uh, you know Romney and Trump having lunch together after yeah. after after you get Tr- elected, right? And Trump had you know ripped into Romney and Romney and Romney had, called him a phony and like had yeah. that whole conference. And around. he was basically like, "Yeah, I gotta like you know eat crow and and go out to dinner." Or At least Rom- Romney's a statesman. Yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, man, that's that's swallowing a shitload. For yeah. The- better of your country but it is it though it's more just like hey i gotta play this game and and be a part of you know whatever this guy's peddling for the next four years yeah i mean you're right if he was probably looking at this like hey you know if uh if if trump needs me to serve as like secretary of treasury secretary right you know all uh, just to fucking stroke security yeah like maybe if i'm secretary of state or defense if this guy needs me like i'm gonna serve my country (laughs) but i also gotta go through this guy but I don't even know if it is like, hey, that mentality of I want to serve my country. It's more like I want to like get a fucking cool I know. job. That, you're, that's right. Because now he's a senator. Wait, uh, Romney is? Yeah. You didn't know that? Uh, from what? Utah. Oh, wow. I thought he was still in Massachusetts. No. So is he really? Yeah. I forget who I oh forget who God. the senator was that uh, that left. Did he? Um, oh, so this was appointed or was this? No, no, no. He got elected. But dude, he is—he is—he's uh, got like ninety percent favorability in Utah. The guy oh, can't be touched, dude. Like he—he'll for as long as he is alive, he will never be primaried. He will never be challenged. Oh, he'll be challenged by a Democrat, but like he's a senator. Yeah. Holy cow! Yeah, he'll—he'll no he'll always be elected. Um, oh, oh yeah. Are we? How how deep are we here? We're um, probably pretty deep. Because it just reminded me of something. We're in an hour. Hour and two minutes. So go. If we have to cut, we have to get to cut. But um, this is uh, it's like not even tapping into half my notes from tonight. We just got on like rehashing 2016 in 2019. Yeah, we'll uh, have to. <laughs> so we apologize for that. But this just reminded me we were talking about um, uh, senators and, and congressmen coming in. And uh, I said today, I was like, oh, yeah, let's say in Romney's case, yeah, he's a he's a freshman senator. Yeah. And somebody in the conversation goes, oh, you can't use that word anymore. I was, like, I was like, what? I can't use what word? And they're like, oh, freshman. I was like, why can't I use freshman? They said, well, it's not it's not politically correct, actually. For And I was senators? like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, it has nothing to do with senators. It's like it, it stemmed from colleges and universities. And actually, let me just... Sorry, I'm going to pull up and, and make sure I get this right. Um, so apparently calling, let's, let's, let's start with, um, let's start with people, uh, kids going to school. You know, you got freshman, sophomore, junior, and senior year, right? Mm-hmm. Well, actually now they don't call you freshmen. They call you first years. And as a joke, somebody in our conversation today goes, what? Cause freshman is a sexist comment. It's cause it's only referring to men. It doesn't include women. Yeah. It's like, haha. Yeah. Okay. I guess somebody, somebody could make that argument. Like, fine. It's, 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 it's exclusive. It's, mm-hmm. it's not inclusive of, of women, but apparently it is, um, it's because first year is a better descriptive of the diverse co- campus culture that is coming onto 
campuses. Right. Um, because students that are beginning their first year of college are not fresh out of high school and they are not fresh men. They are, they could be 35 years old and it's the first time that they went to school or it could be somebody who graduated high school and then took several years off to go do, you know, some sort of trade work and is then coming back to get their higher education degree. So by calling them freshmen, it is a derogatory term because it doesn't accurately describe the diverse group of students that are coming into the first year of college. I want the Verve Pipe to go back and record their <laughs> freshman song as, that's, as first year. That's so funny. That was sitting in the back of my head. I was like, motherfucker, these music songs, they got it wrong. <laughs> so what Damn about what about seniors? I mean, that that's that's derogatory to Spanish speakers. Seniors. <laughs> or old people. Or old people. I yeah. mean, yeah, right? Exactly. And so uh, that... Once you start going down that road, it's just like, come on, really? Like, how, where, where does this end? And this is, this is where my, this is why my notes are so long. Oh, this is your, this is your diatribe. We're going to save this. We're going to save this for another episode. I look forward to this. Um, But it was like, this PC culture, how deep, how far down does this go? And we can, we can have you really want to grind my gears <laughs> i can't even do it in the in the boston accent right now we haven't found the bottom of pc culture yet or the pc which is yeah oh, i can't believe it i i know it's and so i'm someone who considers myself like weirdly pc granted that i say horrible things about horrible <laughs> like to horrible people yeah. but like i yeah i get it like i also a, but there's a difference between being respectful and and uh you know, just a good, decent human being. And there was there were things that happened back in Trump's America in the '60s and '70s and mm-hmm. '80s that may have been acceptable back then, right? Um, like grabbing women by the pussy. Yeah, and like and referring to people by derogatory names, freshmen. Oh god. Um, but uh, hey, Nate, we don't say the f word. I okay, apologize. Um, that's our word. That's our word. I swear to God. Your year of uh, first educational. Uh, yeah, that's ridiculous. Degree. Um, so I understand that, like, obviously we need to progress and, and it's not okay to say certain words or call people by certain names. Mm-hmm. But at what point are you just, like, walking on eggshells and you can't just have a, a regular, normal conversation with somebody Absolutely. that without fear of, of saying, of referring to somebody by the wrong, you know, transgender title or, so you know, it's just like... today. I'm having a conversation with one of my coworkers who's gay, who's married to yeah. a guy, like, you know, awesome. Uh, and there's another girl who I know has a boyfriend. And uh, something came up and I was like, well, you know, like Rob, Rob, uh, Rob's gay. I let, you know, like you're, you're, or we, you know what we were talking about? We were talking about being a breeder. How like I'm referred to as a breeder because I'm a straight male and I can breed. Oh, <laughs> I was like for dogs <laughs> i'm like, also breeding what? dogs um which according to our ivf specialist but, i'm actually not a breeder <laughs> um but you know i was like well right you know but I, so so are two gay men they're just as capable but anyway continue well, yeah so so i turned to this girl and i was like well you know you know we're the breeders here and uh, she was like well you don't know that she's like you don't you don't know my gender identity and you don't know my boyfriend's gender identity. Uh, and I was like, Oh really? Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, first of all, I'm not trying to offend anybody. Here. Yeah. Um, but, but, but like, yeah, you're right. I don't know your gender. 
identity. You look and dress like a girl. And I don't know your boyfriend's gender identity, but he But you sure just w- referred to him as a boyfriend. R- right. Well, yeah. And that's the other thing, too, right? Like, yeah. So and like, that, that, see, that fucking point right there is like, has she referred to him as her boyfriend? I believe so. I mean, I, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm, well, I, I knew she had a boyfriend. So at some point, she must have said, like, oh, I, right. this is my boyfriend, right. Rob, and or whatever. I, like, want to navigate this minefield properly and and respectfully to all these people. But, like, dude, give me a fucking map. Like, right. I just can't. There's, there's, one thing, there's one thing about being respectful mm-hmm. and, and understanding that there are people that, you know, absolutely have... <clears throat> I, now like i'm trying to navigate it I'm like <laughs> what do tough. you even say right just like right. yeah there's a there's a there was a respectful way of of communicating these things and having these conversations yes. and then there's a ridiculous way and one thing that i heard recently uh and i don't know if this is still true i i should do my fact checking and i'll come back on in the next episode and make sure i got this right but apparently yale mm-hmm. in new haven i've heard of it put tampons in men's bathrooms because men who attend Yale University actually identify as women and therefore get periods. And I, I, that's when I was like, Oh, timeout. There's a, there's a thing called biology and there's a thing called just like the natural course of life. And I'm so it doesn't matter what's on the inside. It really matters. what. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure that like a, a strict from like a, a, a sexual um, organ standpoint that a, a guy a, who per, has, a person who a has person with testicles male sex organs and a penis is probably yeah. not getting a period um but have you ever had a nosebleed because tampons work wonders. yeah i'm sure <laughs> you just shove those two if you got a huge ass nose and you're doing a lot of coke maybe <laughs> but uh, no comment <laughs> uh yeah when i heard that i was just like where do you go from there there's there's just like there's no there's no coming back after you can't even you can't even have a conversation with an administration or whoever put that rule in place like okay we want to be sensitive to the individuals who um who are male you know from a from a physical standpoint but are actually identify as a female and therefore still use male identified bathrooms but need well, tampons all right so here's kind of the devil advocate devil's advocate sure. things what if it's a transgendered I'm, I'm going to use the wrong pronoun here. Woman, you know, a, 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 a person. But she uses a female bathroom. No, but let's say she was born a woman. Yeah. But she is in the process of uh, transitioning. transitioning to a man, but hasn't reached that yet. But she would feel more comfortable being in a male bathroom. Fine. But <laughs> I mean, you're right. That's OK. That I'm, is, I'm trying to find the, the. Absolutely. But I. Again, I'll have to fact check myself. Please so I, I need to come back and understand. <laughs> this is a did you, Yeah. Did you put did you put um, tampon dispensers in a male bathroom because you thought that you had you had transgender students on campus that were, you know, in the middle of having the sex reassignment surgery? I don't know. Exactly. Let's just get rid what? of men and women bathrooms. Let's just, I, you know. <laughs> you know what's funny? My my first year oh, in yeah. college, not my freshman year. Right, of course. Because there was a, a very diverse culture um, and student body. My yeah, I'm first sure year in school. Trinity there was a big diverse student <clears throat> body. You know what? There were some 22-year-olds there. That, <gasps> they stayed back a few what? years. What? I know. Oh, my um, God. So, uh, 
um, they asked us in my fresh first year dorm. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> freshman dorm. Get, get, get it so I would. Don't use yeah. it. <laughs> freshman year dorm. They asked us uh, because there was, um, it was mixed male-female on every floor. So like mm-hmm. every other room was was male-female. Nice. Um, in the uh, specified gender roles of that time period in 2006. Right. Um, they only identified as male and female. Right, uh, back, back the, in the, uh, the dark ages. Yeah, we did not have the option of, of any other choice. Facebook, I'm pretty sure, only said male, female. Yet, given um, the option, would you have chosen male? I don't know. Like, Facebook's got 72 options now or something. Well, so there's, like, quite a few options. Mm-hmm. Um, choices. That's that's the best thing, I think, about America is the choices that we have. Uh, <laughs> except for when it comes to presidential choices. It's one yeah. of two. Yeah. Uh, so they asked us... Um, they asked us if, uh, oh, it was it was boy girl boy girl um, in the dorm rooms, but on like the on the first and third floor, it was male bathrooms, and on the second floor, it was female bathrooms. So okay. if you were a female living on the third floor, you had to go downstairs to the right. second floor bathroom to use that, and if you were male on the second floor, you had to go to the third or the first floor to use that bathroom. Okay. And so they asked us after you know one or two months into school. Uh, would you guys be open to having the bathrooms co-ed co-ed totally open like everybody can use them whatever every single guy literally every single guy because it identified male versus female in the poll every single one said co-ed and like 92 percent of the women said keep it male female shit yeah which i don't blame them it's i don't either I don't like, either. Of course, it's skeevy. They're going to be skeevy dudes that are just like, oh hell yeah, this especially bathroom. Especially at Trinity. Like, <laughs> no, I've especially met, in college. I've met, your, I've met your friends. No, it's and... not a Trinity thing. It's a college thing. <laughs> I guess. I and I'm yeah. sure 95 percent of the guys are like, oh hell yeah, make it co-ed. You've got a dorm room to go back to. What do you but, need a bathroom for? By the way, I don't like standing next to a guy taking a shit. Like, I don't want to do it next to a, to a girl. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. I was like, wait a second. Yeah, okay. You could think about all the sexual implications of this, but you're also in college. You can go do whatever you want to do right. on your own time and in your yes. own room without Absolutely. without any problems. Right. When it comes to the bathroom, like there's some personal things going on there. Why don't you mm-hmm. just go do your things? That's where I play my video games. I, we talked about guy code last episode. Yeah. I mean, how all of a sudden do you mix in a girl trying to use a urinal and you're trying to figure out, do I space one between it or yeah, do weird. I go use the stall where she should be using the stall? <laughs> like it throws in a whole nother that, equation true. that you're just like, I don't get it. Yeah, and apparently we don't have enough time to talk about that. Yeah, tonight. I know. It's, what a, what <laughs> we got to save that. What an end note. Um, You're heated, man. I like it. I'll bring I'll bring this to the next one. This is this can be a two-parter. <laughs> we could just no, I'm not going to record straight through and cut it. I may fall asleep before that. Yeah. But uh the uh, yeah, we'll have to cool. maybe, maybe we'll record tomorrow night. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll bring the stuff. Yeah, I bring it. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna be off location tomorrow night, and there's a potential for uh, just some good conversations. We'll see. Uh, yeah, or it could be a mess like or shit show. Or it could, <laughs> it could be like New Year's. By year. the way, my wife listened to shit show, and she was like, "Yeah, you uh, should not have put that up." Yeah. <laughs> um, she's like, "Well, it was a shit show." So. It was. The yeah. title was the title was accurate. All right. I got nothing else, man. Yep. Cool. We'll we'll bring the rest to the table next time. Cool. All right. See you. Bye.